0: We're
1: ready. Hey guys, welcome in. Yeah. <laughs> hey, we're we're live. Welcome in. It's Brad with College Sportscast and we are presented by The Boys.
0: You're going to have to pardon him. He cannot tell that the video is over right now. So it's going to be real fun watching him just be frozen. Yeah, boy. Nope. Three, two, one, and Brad.
1: All right, there I think go. I'm back. <laughs> All right, guys, it's Brad with College Sports Cast, and we have a special show for you tonight. Uh, welcome to College Sports Cast, um, and tonight we have Landrum Roberts from Jocks ninety four point five with us. Hey, Landrum, how are you?
2: Appreciate the introduction. It depends on how you. I guess define special, but yes, tonight should be special. Indeed. Tonight should be special,
1: huh? Well, it. you're special to us, so. And I guess
2: it's, it's how you define special, but yeah i appreciate it um anytime that i get an opportunity to to talk to other human beings i'm i'm all about it i'm
1: yeah well we we appreciate you being on with us uh like i said landrums from jocks 94.5 fm in birmingham um he does the morning jock show and three-man front um on the radio Um, and he's also a UAB sideline reporter for football and a bunch of other stuff as well. So he's a busy man.
2: Being busy is, is we all know, no matter what you do is, uh, usually not good unless you're independently wealthy, which I will know. (laughs) And, and, uh, luckily we have plenty to talk about. Uh, here in the South with our passion for sports and everything else that, that goes on now in real time, 365 days out of the year. So, yeah, I appreciate you guys having me on and uh, this is fun. This is fun times.
1: Yes. Yeah. So Landrum, like I said, is a radio guy. I think he's at home or office and basement and uh, he's got some people around. So he's on um, audio this tonight. So I just wanted to say that uh, kind of upfront. So, um, He's a radio guy, so you know.
0: <laughs> We're here for that voicey, for the voice. <laughs> when, I, when
2: I do when I do TV, they keep the the stand up shot to a minimum. It's usually uh, just a flash where <laughs> nobody can really tell, and then then it's all just voiceover after that. So you got the stand in uh, for that's you. That's how I roll. Uh, yeah that's exactly right <laughs> and we have to stand in for the halftime shot and you can't tell because they don't zoom in too close but when exactly you're on t- right.
0: when you're on tv it's beach volleyball and the uh and the pictures the, the better looking pictures are elsewhere
2: you know it's just the scenery who doesn't love the alabama <laughs> gulf coast who doesn't love right the, absolutely the, uh, white sandy beaches yeah and the uh, the picturesque sunsets that we get and sunrises for that matter and yeah, it's going to be fun. And by the way, that's not too far away. I, I was about to say. the Calendar. And yeah, so coming up May the 2nd. Oh, bigger it bigger. Is it, uh, it, is it still in Gulf Tuesday, Shores? Or Wednesday? We, we're going to be in Gulf Shores this year. And I think we have, I'm double checking with my wife, I think we have Gulf Shores this year and next year. And then we head out to California for two years. Um, oh, okay. We'll be out there. But. Uh, you know, long story without getting into it, and and, but I, I believe that Gulf Shores absolutely. think of it SEC basketball tournament wise. You know, you have the one off year, it's in Tampa, but most of the time it's in Nashville. Just think of it that way. So, yeah, gotcha. California is going to get their taste of it,
1: right? It's been in Gulf Shores for several years. I lived from uh end of 15 through uh 2020, and it was there. I think every year when I was there. So um, what we're talking about, Egypt beach volleyball uh, tournament um, is, is held in uh, Gulf shores.
2: Gulf shores and orange beach. They do such an outstanding job and, you know, from whether it was a coach at Pepperdine, USC, UCLA, Hawaii. Uh, right.
1: <laughs> yeah. I've been to, um, about three of them, I think.
2: Would. Uh, hey. Sand volleyball, then it was beach, and then it was sand again because they wanted to grow the game, but every, you know, every college campus wasn't next to a beach, and then when it finally became recognized, it's now a beach because they recognize, look, it's beach volleyball. Let's call it what it is. And right. so uh Gulf Shores Orange Beach, they do a wonderful job putting it on. It's one of my, my favorite. Yeah, and right on, right
1: on.
2: it doesn't stink.
1: <laughs> no, no, it does not. Yeah, it's wonderful. And they do a great job of putting it on. Um it's it's a it's a well-run tour- tournament on a nice white sandy beach, just like you were talking about. Can't beat it.
0: (laughs) Nope. 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 Well, anyway, uh, so I I, I've got something I got to get off my chest. I just last night last night played kickball, kickball, and and I got spiked playing kickball last night in a, in a, like one of those rec leagues that just, you don't really get, don't get ultra competitive. You're there for the beer drinking. And I got spiked. What are your thoughts on that ultra Uber competitive person that goes into one of these, uh one of these uh rec leagues and just acts like they are the, you know, the, the all-star player on the teams. They go out there and just absolutely feel like they're they're the best in show <laughs> if you know that guy or i guess in some <laughs>
2: cases gal is out there um <clears throat> on your team then then you also have to be on your toes and keep the head on a swivel if the, if, if the weekend warrior if ran into this i'll never forget It was probably – I'd been out of college for a few years, and I went up with some guys I worked with, and they had a – it was a pickup. It was like a church league, but not really sanctioned. You didn't have referees. I was probably 24, 25, and organized basketball pickup games, whatever. And there was a guy in there who thought he was J.J. Redick. and. (laughs) in jersey this is this is dude that's serious about it i mean he probably got <clears throat> taped before he came out there Oh my god! <laughs> and
0: he, he wanted to get really
2: really physical uh with i'm with and i obliged but then he didn't like it um right this 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 sweet little church gym and I'm, this, this is how it's gonna go down okay. <laughs> Managed to stay out of trouble for the most part when I was in college. I'm gonna arrested getting in a fight in a church gym at the age of 25. But... Right. heads prevailed and it didn't happen, but I know exactly. So I guess to answer your question while telling a story and sharing a personal experience, I would say that uh it, it I guess it just depends. If if
0: somebody spiked me in a a kickball, he slid into third base and got my and got my ankles. With, with his with his with his uh soccer cleats Been consuming <laughs> alcohol or beer um, i wasn't paying much attention but yeah probably <laughs>
2: under me, i would say that probably would not end well
0: That's... i debated whether to step on him or throw the ball right down <laughs> at him when i caught it yeah, I don't have the like i almost now I almost
2: nights. um you get up at you know 3.34 in the morning and 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 host a mo- morning show then you know some of those those kick alcohol is pretty much out out the door right. at that point which is yeah. not a bad thing
0: well i mean i still get up at 5:00 in the morning
2: was bloody.
1: first of all bringing your your soccer cleats to go play some kickball at some kind of rec place or something i mean that's he, he means now, business. I, I
0: actually, I actually debated bringing soccer cleats out just because I knew we were going to be in the outfield, and you know if if it had any dew on the ground, I'd be sliding all over the place. And so, for the most part, the 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 soccer cleats don't bother me. It's the fact that he slid into third base, and then he slid with spikes high, and that's what that's what bothered me. That's the the part that really. <laughs> really
1: <laughs> chat so what did you do did he, you're he asking oh, no, questions no, he stayed
0: he stayed down he stayed down uh, so what did you do i stepped on i stepped on his ankle <laughs> 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 once he got me i stepped on him and then but didn't pay much like and and acted like i wasn't doing anything and then after he eventually uh Like the next inning or whatever, because they had, you know, one of their players was, you know, being like a third base coach. And my wife could see that I was that I was kind of pissed off. And she just looks at me, just like, why are you mad? Aren't you supposed to be having fun? Jackass over there spiked me last inning. (laughs) But I said it loud enough so that this third base coach could hear me. (laughs) He goes, he goes, he just dropped his head and was like, Yeah, he did. The rest of their team was fine. Everybody else in that, in that, for, for the game was fine. It was just that one incident. One incident just kind of, you know, chapped me for, for the rest of the evening. I didn't really like, I didn't really like the idea that that guy came in spikes high. First, that he slid and then he went spikes high. And that was just,
2: just You, could, know, you the, could look at it from the standpoint and look, I'm just, a, uh, I'm an old umpire. I'm <laughs> park ball and in some high school and some Juco. I mean, the fact that he slid, there is something to be thankful for there because he he could have come in full form tackle. And then, right. and then you guys are. Yeah. Uh, then, yeah then you're then going the at it. The situation has escalated.
1: <laughs>
0: yeah. That's, yeah. Uh, he was clearly yeah. going Absolutely. to beat. He was clearly going you need
2: to, to get an attorney.
0: Yeah. He was clearly going to beat. The throw, <laughs> like he didn't have to slide. He didn't even have to come in full on. He could have held up and and just kind of coasted in. And instead, he slid and he slid spikes high. And that again. But enough on that. Let's let's actually get into some college sports. Yeah, let's get there into some go. spring football stuff. How about let's get into some spring football stuff? Auburn had a game last last weekend. So, uh, what uh, did you? I mean, I know y'all been talking about this game all week on your shows, uh, but uh, what what was has been kind of the overall reaction to Auburn's game in the rain? With uh, I don't know, it didn't really seem like a ton of fanfare. But what what what, what say you on all all of Auburn football and uh, the spring game that they just had? Else, I wanted to see.
2: You know what it looked like formationally um, I kind of had a, a pretty good idea it's not like you freezes off the map I got to see him up close and personal this past year up in Lynchburg uh, when UAV traveled to play Liberty right at Ole Miss but formationally, what would it look like just to see it with my own eyes uh, obviously the quarterback position offensive line big point of emphasis and starting up front I did think and I don't I don't claim to be an offensive line expert but I, I can I've, I think I've seen it's fair to say I've seen enough bad offensive line play when when I think now I can recognize bad <clears throat> offensive line play if I'm looking at it and I didn't see that I did see guys that actually looked apart. part um, I thought Auburn overall even though maybe it was hard to tell in the practice jerseys and soaking soaking wet conditions i thought they they looked more the part as far as to get off the bus and physically how they looked and you know having close to 85 scholarship guys that look like they played you know and and look like they play the power five and by golly a, a lot of them look like they can play in the sec you didn't always see that under brian Harson. i thought offensive line I look pretty good i was uh encouraged by you know the running backs the number of running backs they are going to use in that system you only got to see jarquest hunter in limited action they know what he can do but then seeing a guy like damari alston who we got to see last year who's a different kind of back uh the bat uh the batty uh brian batty from south florida he's a different kind of guy maybe they use him a little bit like auburn used ontario mccaleb um, back when Gus Malzahn was there, and then you had the big guy, Sean Jackson, who was a walk-on from who just got earned a scholarship last year. Who Pat Smith, who I do three-man front with on jocks, actually coached him in little league and was telling me about him before he even earned a scholarship. And he's all of 240 pounds. The the running game, I, I think that was that was a good sign. And then you add in Robbie Ashford at quarterback and what he can do with his legs. But I think Hugh Freeze put it best. You know, obviously, uh, Robbie Ashford, where he could throw the ball early in the season with the seam. He seems to like the seam pass. We saw the throw against Alabama he had in the Iron Bowl. But he Free says, Can he make those throws? There's going to be a time the defense is going to stop the run. Can he make those throws in pressure situations and have consistency and accuracy? And then he also talked about how he led the, you know, leads the team and demonstratively. You know, are you are you wearing your feelings on the sidelines? So, how many times last year, if you guys were watching an Auburn game and something didn't go well, and maybe it it fell on Robbie Ashford, he went, he was off by himself, he wasn't with his teammates, and he was wearing it. He was, you know, emotional, and I don't want to say pity party, but you know, right? Yeah, by by himself, and you're you're isolated. I was definitely going to ask you about the quarterback that they're looking to. Yeah,
1: I was definitely going to ask you about the quarterback position. I. I don't think that Robbie Ashford and Hugh Freeze are exact. I think he would prefer to have a more pocket passer guy.
2: You know, and, and Hugh Freeze, he can use both. I think he would like a guy that in a lot of systems could play could could play in a pocket system for, you know, just about anyone, but also with the ability, if he has to to, to be multiple, to – be able to elude you know pressure not be a statue back there and i don't know if any college right right or, yeah or i agree with that on, on the right. offensive side of the ball once it wants a statue but I, I think the added you know the value in having a guy like robbie ashford is is you know there's only so many plays in the game and he eliminates so many of those negative plays that can happen and whether it's running 15 to 30 yards east and west getting back to the line of scrimmage, that's still huge in the grand scheme of things when you start talking about negative yardage and how it equates and how it can obviously its outcome. So um but but let's not kid ourselves. Hugh Freeze is still looking what name's gonna emerge in the transfer portal. Wide receiver is an issue at Auburn. Um Hugh Freeze has yeah. been nice and very political about it, but they're gonna have to have they want to run eight wide receivers and guys they can count on. And I just I was I don't, talking to a former Auburn did, wide receiver that played down there and you know he said
0: he doesn't know if there's three guys that you can count on. That's
1: what I was offense. I was do they have three? That was gonna be my
0: question. <laughs> well, I mean, you also gotta get one guy that was, I guess, in Harson's doghouse. I don't know, uh King. Um, but he I think he was more of a was he more tied in or was he or a slot receiver? Is that or Landon King, you're talking about? Yeah, Landon King. Yes. I'm sorry. Yeah, yes.
2: Uh, Landon King, who? Yeah, I mean, he can he can play now. As far as speed, he's got the body style, but he's another option that you could have, you know, in the red zone or or a guy in a one on one. You just go up and grab that 50 50 ball. Um, right. The Revoldo Fairweather guy they brought in from FIU. You weren't able right. to see him because of the conditions, but that dude can absolutely play. I think he he will be huge as an asset and how they utilize the tight end in that offense and how philip montgomery's going to use him um but you got to have other guys you've got you know uh, from hewitt trustful you got nick Martner, the transfer from cincinnati via hawaii who's who who looks good but he's had problems apparently catching the football in practice um guys but do they have that guy that can take off the, the the top off the defense right now and i'd say no there's that guy's not down there so we'll see right
1: so what have you been hearing about alabama and their spring their spring ball right now
2: again quarterback it's who's going to be the quarterback you got it's never a question of talent down there um
1: they got all different coaches besides saban (laughs)
2: <laughs> yeah, Eli Holstein coming in, but then yeah, uh yeah. Ty Simpson and Jalen Milrow competing. You know, I'm, I'm hearing that you know, Ty Simpson, he's he's that that guy that is that accurate quarterback. But you know, again, Jalen Milrow, he he offers so much athletically what he can do, and we've seen a little bit of it. And I don't think that we can absolutely. bad against Texas A&M and Arkansas and say this is what you're going to get and he can't get better and he can't protect the football and learn ball security. No, I think he can. It's just, again, can they trust him in a situation where Alabama's going to have to throw the ball and he's going to have to make one of those throws more than they do a Ty Simpson. The biggest question I have is with one of those guys, a five-star quarterback from the state of Tennessee and Ty Simpson whose dad is, is head coach of Tennessee Martin and a dang good one, You know i find it hard to believe that he's going to be willing to sit through another year with Uh, nil being what it is the transfer portal transfer portal yeah he's and he's a, a highly coveted quarterback he was number two nationally coming out of high school at his position that you're not going to get you know one of those schools that has not been shy about throwing money you want to throw miami out there whatever with nil deals attached it's going to hard be hard for a guy like him to say no not saying that's going to happen but now you you have to look at it and be realistic that
1: tennessee might be in that same situation
0: that's true i mean possibly with
2: this 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 portal period in the spring and being where it is uh you know come up this weekend and i think there's 20 something hundred active names in the portal right now you could four, five, maybe in some cases, six, seven guys from every single. Yeah. That's a a crazy number when you're talking about, what, 131 teams?
1: Right. But so, you know, Tennessee's replacing, Mm -hmm. you know, the draft is coming up and there's a lot of uh, Tennessee players that's being projected in the first, second round. They're replacing a lot of talent. So, do you expect them to take a slight step back at all this coming year?
2: That they won't just... and I, I, I did see them. Look, I, I saw him play against Clemson. I thought Joe Milton. He he impressed me totally. Looked like a different quarterback than the first time I saw him when he was lining up against Bowling Green, and that he ever played on in as, as a Tennessee ball and you know, in the third row with one of those heaters he threw. Um,
1: <laughs> yeah. Mm-hmm.
2: Different. But then you take out Jalen Hyatt, who had the breakout game against Alabama, Throw out Tillman on the outside not being there. It's just with the kind of playmakers that they had, the speed and the skill. Hendon Hooker, who I think is absolutely – with his career after transferring from Virginia tech and two years at Tennessee, and then getting shortened with the injury. If I'm a scout, if I'm giving, I'm taking him higher than Will Levis. I'm certainly taking him higher than Anthony Richardson. And he's going to be really, really high up on my quarterback board. So again, to answer your question, I have to think they take a slight step back, but I think the Josh Heupel and what he does, he's got it figured out and how to keep them relevant. Um, is
0: going to be the year the, they the George, wide,
1: wide receivers that they're losing is more concerning to me than the quarterback. I think Milton or the five star kid that's coming in, you know, Hypo will have them ready. Um I just think the wide receivers is more concerning than anything. I mean, they had like you know, um Stellar. You know, D.C. wide receivers cut all over, to be honest. I mean, then and Hyatt were some of the best.
0: Oh, yeah.
2: Play. And Alabama fans, I know they'll agree, but the elite talent they've had on the outside in last year, they just didn't have that electric guy, whether it was a Jamison Williams that could take a 10-yard slant and turn it into an 80-yard touchdown. You name the player, you know, insert name, insert year year and you imagine bryce young having a, a hyatt last year or, or having some of the web yeah tennessee was blessed with right. a lot of re- receiving talent and it's not like they don't have other guys but just ask georgia who you know hadn't had that guy in a while they were looking for that electric guy on the outside They got it in a different way in brock bowers but uh, right right Right. And so, they could they could easily win ten games. I just I think you'd be a that they could, which was remarkable.
0: Yeah. So uh, looking well, into the 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 chat that we we've got here, we got John Hammonds that has asked a question: uh, Who do you think your dark horse for next year in college football will be? like
2: i guess like a tenant or a tcu this past year correct yeah at, like
0: somebody that that, that wasn't yeah, maybe not necessarily starts in the top 10 or stock start, starts in the top 25 or you know kind of bottom of the top 25 outside the top 25 that could potentially make a run at it
2: without having the rankings in front of me um The Texas A&M is not going to improve on what was just seven. It'll be an yeah. interesting dynamic with Bobby Petrino. And want to hire yeah. Bobby Petrino? And you talk about to putting two personalities that to me are oil and water. <laughs> yeah. Did they it follow is very each other? Back interesting.
0: To, were they back to back at Auburn? Back-to-back OCs, or or was there time in between? I think time in between.
2: There was time in between. Okay.
1: It is an interesting combination, that's for sure, with Fisher and Bobby Petrino. I have to agree with that.
2: And Jimbo knew the writing was on the wall. He was—he was essentially told you're going to have to change what you're doing on offense, and he really he had no argument to fall back on. Fault, uh, but I, you know, this is, and but this seems like such a. Seeing this coming, I guess if I went maybe, looking there, it maybe possibly another team to do what, what T. I say a Kansas, I mean, Kansas kind of came out of nowhere last year. I, I could say Clemson having a really good year being Clemson being talked about like Clemson has been. Um, not necessarily last year where they kind of lost their swagger a little bit the last two seasons. I can see them returning to to maybe close to that level. Uh, yeah, I kind of agree with Clemson. Right. I think that Auburn – Yeah. As far as what they're going to – I think their win-loss total by Vegas will probably, if I'm guessing, be set at six, six and a half. I think that Auburn can win eight games, but you know what? I, I said that I
0: thought they could last year as well. So, but there were about there were probably I don't know a few of those games that were definitely coaching issues, and and just whether it was philosophy or it was you know end of game situations where you know maybe a different coach and you do win eight games yet yeah, down at Auburn.
2: Um but. also look at that Missouri game and go, okay, well, you were gifted one there.
0: So yeah. gifted, yes, very much. <laughs> Absolutely. I going, yeah, yeah. If I was gonna yeah, go yeah. out to the, yeah.
2: you know, the Pac 12, and if I'm looking out there at a, at maybe one of those surprise teams, I would keep my eye on Watch Kenny Gillingham just based on the number of transfers that those guys had have brought in and through the portal. Now, this is going to be the first time we've seen him as a head coach uh, for teams with the style of offense he's going to run. He's got a tough schedule, and I think the Pac-12 overall is going to be better this year. But if I'm going to go true dark horse, I would say, yeah, a team like Arizona State just kind of coming out of nowhere, and all of a sudden you look up and you go, wow, how are they doing that? Yeah. I think
0: say, Wa- about that? Washington okay. with,
1: with Penix back could be good out there.
0: Yeah, but I mean that one's kind of not as much of a dark horse since they've been in the no, in the last like three three years.
1: Or a dark horse, I guess.
0: Well, yeah, with the portals, Arizona State yeah. would be Arizona State would be dark horse. Dark
2: teams, teams, you know, yeah, with, with teams being able to reload, replace, and and just change, you know, basically their season outlook overnight with. You just look at USC, where they went. They got Lincoln Riley, and then you add a Blitnikoff winner. You add Caleb Williams. You add the, you know, the one of the top running backs in the country. The transfers from Morgan at running back. You know, both sides of the ball. You're adding players, in automatically overnight, <clears throat> you know, I've expected yeah. them to be good last year, but um, I don't know if anybody saw Lance Leipold doing what he did. No. I don't think the so. The state TCU. Those were great stories. But oh yeah. Then then again we saw what happened when, when they played teams from the SEC. Correct.
0: <laughs> yep. They did both play of them. Play with Michigan. <laughs> they did. But that's a different league. That's not the SEC. <laughs> it remembers, I think, their last yes,
2: meeting I know. that they have with an SEC. I'm just saying. <laughs> Drug across the field by the Georgia Bulldogs. Yeah. Basically being called by by Kirby. Yeah, Mark. that was a yeah. that
1: was an embarrassing showing for sure. Yeah, oh absolutely. It was- like they were just drubbed in the national championship game.
0: Yep. <laughs> now uh, as far as uh so like uh, as far as college basketball is concerned, um I know we just had the uh, the national championship one a couple two three weeks ago. Um, you've got the portal; just seems like it's just as populated as the uh, as college football. Um, and uh, you've got several state, maybe state more. Yeah, and maybe more. And uh, well, it's also because there's what three times the more amount of schools for D one. Um, but um, There's several from the state, you know, from from the state of Alabama here with, uh, you know, SEC ties with Auburn and Alabama players that are in the portal. Uh, What do you you think of the state of college basketball with the portal and then um, with our local teams, you know, our local teams, you and me, uh, with Auburn and Alabama being – how they're going to fare in the portal?
2: They've already – I think Auburn and UAB and – and Walton, the kid out of Wichita State, as far as being academically ready to go. Starting with Auburn, I think Auburn um, they have folks to replace, but I think going into last year at the end of last season, Bruce Pearl, he loves his kids. He'll welcome some of these guys, and and leaving the program, you've got uh, what. All American at point guard. So Wendell Green Jr.'s out. Um, you latest, I know as of today. And again, he was still there on the roster. But Wes's dad going to coach at Ole Miss. Don't know if he's gonna be there. Jalen Williams, don't know if he's going to be there. Janai Broom coming back, that's big. Trey Donaldson coming back. But adding a guy like Denver Jones out of the portal, a guy that averaged 20, he was really good at you. And he was outstanding, he scored 30 in the game that they beat UAB. Uh, I think he's exactly what Bruce Pearl's looking for. Speaking you know, of Arizona State, Devin Cambridge, he played at Auburn, transferred out. He absolutely is a sports center highlight when it comes to a runaway dunk. But. There, but I saw he's entered the transfer portal, and Auburn is one of his four schools.
0: Yeah, he's he's state. visiting. He's visiting Auburn. <laughs> I think that's. I thought this that was would, kind of funny.
2: <laughs> I think that's a, this would with the portal era. This would be the first documented case of a guy a player entering the portal, leaving, going, and playing in another school, and then entering the portal, coming back, and playing for the school that he originally left. Actually,
1: yeah. Severe Wheeler might Auburn. be doing that right now as we speak as well. He left Georgia went to Kentucky, and is in the portal, and I'm hearing that he's going to return his COVID year and play in Georgia.
2: There's there's a few Georgia guys that have, have chosen to go elsewhere. Um, not right. Heading into the second season now, probably. But I think Auburn, they're trying to get another big man. I know that uh, the kid, Russell Chiwa, seven foot 280 pounder out of South Florida. I know right. that he was on their radar. Um, don't know if he's made a decision, but I think they obviously adding more shooters. UAB, uh, what they've done with the Ortiz, uh, another kid uh, yesterday, I think Andy he gets it. and with his ties that he has from just you know being coaches around the southeast, being a guy from Mississippi, uh, coaching at Ole Miss uh, and his national basketball ties. Andy Kennedy's going to be able to find players. And he's got to replace six wow. back, well, moving, that are coming back. And they're
1: moving. They're coming back. They're moving into the AAC too. So
2: they're playing in the American, uh, you got some really good teams there. I know that the American, they got, I'm trying to remember, I think it was just two with Houston and Memphis. Houston going out. Memphis will be there, but you have other schools that that have been uh, pretty good basketball schools over the years, and then schools from, of course, Conference USA that are making the trip with them, like right. your Florida Atlantic's, like your North Texas's. So, um, you know, Alabama, you know, Alabama, Mark Sears. I know that he is, he's come back. I think he should. I think he's key. I think he was, he was. Games that he struggled, typically Alabama struggled, um, but Jaquan Walton, who I mentioned, and then there's some other guys that Nate Oates is targeting. But it will it will look much different, that's for sure. But I think that's what we we need to expect, unless you're you're a Michigan State fan, and you know you, you know,
1: <laughs> and they just keep it. them all, they, yeah,
2: they do. And I know they have that continuity, oh. and it shows. And they come I tournament know. time, and what does Michigan State do? They win, and they screw up your bracket. That's what they did.
0: <laughs> yeah, yeah,
1: right. But they're one of the few team country anymore that's still like that. Michigan State and Izzo is about it.
2: Yeah, I mean, we just had an example of San Diego State. That was a veteran team that that hung together. Um, that's right. And, and it speaks a lot about, you know, the coaches and, and everything else. But, you know, something to be said for those kids who maybe w- weren't that highly recruited everybody they that just really enjoy playing together and enjoy who they're playing for. And in San Diego State's case, let's be honest. On getting to play college basketball, it doesn't seem too bad. Mm -mm.
1: This this is true. (laughs) Absolutely. So, Josh, on with us, and he's talking about he's a Kentucky fan, and I said Severe is probably going to go back to Georgia. I think he's talking about he said he might go to Kansas State, which is another school, but I heard ago that he was really close to going back to Georgia. Now, I don't know if that's what he does. Kansas State is another one he's that he's looking at.
2: Job they did this year. Um, you know, there's so many, there's so many schools yeah. that, that are going through changes, and you look at Syracuse and Jim Behan stepping down. We had Coach K last year, Roy Williams a year before that. You know, the turnover in college basketball, and you know, my gosh, Danny Hurley just won a, won a championship at UConn. So, um, I, I don't know if you guys saw Sonogo is entering into yeah, the, the NBA draft. absolutely. So, well, we don't get to see the Jack linebacker playing center next year for UConn no big surprise there but yeah um (laughs) it's so much greater because you have 13 scholarships but in college basketball you add one or two guys I mean you know 2019 without a Jared Harper without and what they could provide from the outside um You just Alabama, they they probably you know, could have used another big man um, that could score a little more efficiently than Mediaco this year. Right, right. I mean, one of those. Talking that, that about Alabama for
1: – Talking about Alabama for a minute. So, <clears throat> does Nate Oates keep doing what he's doing? And, and landing all these, you know, five-star kids and just reloading. What went on this year off the court? Is that going to affect him at all in recruiting and bringing kids in?
2: So, I think that, you know, while that, that whole – um you know events were unfortunate they were uh, poorly timed poorly worded and he apologized anything future certainly learned from that and no i don't i don't think that that affects the perception of nato it's an outstanding job getting <laughs> thats right. to the standard that the. And, and where it is in terms of not only the SEC but nationally. So the combination. of – I mean, fantastic job to up to this, Mister Basketballs. Yeah. I don't. I don't. I don't play. What I'm trying to word this way where it's not misinterpreted. those guys who, you know, once the, the, the lights switch off, he's a guy I think that he wants to be at Alabama. I think Alabama wants him to be there as long as he wants to be there.
1: Oh, I, I agree with that. So, Josh Hart's question i was going to bring it up on the screen for you do you think nil is hurting the blue blood of college basketball
2: do unlike college football you know adria gonzaga is where you know conference and and a lot of it's just how is it not because some of these and let's not just stretch it out to schools body let's just take that next tier of teams where in the past if it was between them and they were battling the likes of Duke Kentucky North Carolina The tournament, people know your names, but these kids, the way that they view it, it's a year-to-year deal.
1: Cool. So you were talking about with like the, the flip the quarterbacks. Or- he was you was saying that, you no, know, like with the Alabama quarterback might not want to sit another year, you know. Know, the nil deals and all that in football. That's exactly what went on in basketball as well with the Buds. So used to you could bring a kid in if he didn't play right away, he could wait and play the next year, you know, and 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 that kind of stuff. But that's not the way the game game is anymore. So if they don't come in and play almost immediately and star, then you know they're moving on to another school.
2: only have so many years well now they have more years than they used to because of covid year and all the other added years or the super senior classes we get but they know their clock's ticking and a lot of these guys a lot of people don't think about it from this aspect but think about this if you're a guy and maybe you start somewhere and or you, you you don't play you come in you're highly touted you're gonna ride the bench you're gonna wait another two years or maybe you realize that your upside is is not the nba maybe you're not delusional and you say you know what i'm probably not good enough in the g league one day. You, you, you need to what? cash in now college player yeah i'm going to capitalize and i'm going to monetize this for the yeah we'll cash in now
1: while and i'm in college
2: I, yeah and if i have to go to three different schools start <laughs> out at one transfer as an undergrad get my degree and 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 play my grad <laughs> year somewhere else right that that bonus year I, I get an $800,000 deal and a new Porsche to drive. Yeah, I'm, I'm in. That's and cool. Because
1: a lot um, of these guys are not going to be in the NBA and then, you know, they're not going and playing ball, you know, after, after college.
2: Right. I mean, you look at a guy like Marshall Henderson. I remember reading that story. He was flamboyant, cocky. Yeah. Old, yeah. Ole miss that, you know, you thought unless he was playing on the tad pad, you know, he was going to get a fight in, in every opposing arena he played in. Uh, he taught <laughs> yeah, fans, right. old, young. Didn't matter. Uh, I remember the story. Pro ball, he ended up playing in Iraq. I mean, he was literally playing in Baghdad. Yeah. yeah uh, playing in Baghdad. How tough it it's is. It's a great place to play. Um, yeah. to, <laughs> to play even in the G League, the D League. The NBA, much less. There's so, so few spots. So, how many of those guys actually want to go and, and subject themselves to, you know? Well, the there's box, a
1: lot few, you know. fewer spots in the NBA than there is in the NFL.
2: There certainly no. is. Correct. Oh, there is. Yeah. Yeah. And, and a lot of those yeah. spots are taken by, by foreign players, um, kids that, you know, come overseas, whether they're from France or another country, and they play one year of prep here, and they're going to go first, second, 10th in the NBA. So,
1: yeah, you know, um, in the NFL, you know, if you know, if if you uh, you know are free agents, you don't even have to be a seventh. You don't even have to be picked. You can be picked up, and and you know, and you can be uh, have a a good, healthy career in the NFL. That's not really the case. Happens too much in the NBA.
2: Is longer, of course, the, the, but no. So I, th- I think these, a lot of these kids get it. You know, if I was coming out of high school right now and if somebody offered me, I, I don't even know what the number would be, but it wouldn't take very much to, to make my eyes, you know, wow. And at the time, and you guys were all 18 once. Three. 300,000
1: 300, if you were 18, 19, 20 years old, right? I mean, yeah.
2: Jeez. With somebody you trust and even get a moderate return, and you got a nice little nest. Yeah, up. I mean, I, that's and, right. In Transfer Portal, it's a new day. It's not going away. Jeannie's uh, not going back in the bottle. and it's Yeah, and then right now, I'm giving, now, giving the you the extra
1: COVID year, buddy. Yeah. You get that extra COVID, what you're talking about? You know, get that grad year, you go to your third school, and and, you know, to cash in and maybe make that eight hundred thousand or million dollars. You know, your last year.
2: You could probably get a group of student athletes to go and say, "Hey, we want an extra year on top of the COVID year. We want a year because just to get reacclimated." to being normal, Uh, we want a year, and right now, that might be a good time to ask, because it is all in the power of the student athlete. Not saying it shouldn't, but they have all the power right now, and the NCAA is pretty reluctant, just based on how much they spent in litigation alone last year, um, and then getting scolded by senators and members of Congress and the Supreme Court, and they got put on the big stage, drove Mark Emmert from that job, He said, I'll go do something else. So, Josh is asking, are are they making
1: millions? He says, are they making millions in these NIL deals? And some of them, you know, it depends on who they are, but some of them.
2: Problem we have with NIL. And it's a great question. We've asked the same questions. Have to be and a lot of that is at the discretion of the conference and you know it's it, the kind of building a bridge as they're walking across it so you heads up uh, a power five sec nil program and off the record getting some you know, just and a lot of these conferences the commissioners in the office and dealing with this they don't want a lot of these deals publicized You know, these are these are private deals done by companies and individuals and whoever, you know, acting as a representation. But those financials do not have to be publicized. So,
1: no, yeah, a lot of a lot of it is private, absolutely. Yeah.
2: Um, so, there was talking a about high millions, high-profile guy, high profile guy um, that everyone. Watch for a year now, but I am tell you his college deal, he got uh, he got four hundred thousand dollars, got twenty thousand dollars a month for the time that he was at his particular school playing basketball and enrolled in classes. That was publicized. the only thing that was publicized was the fast food joints, but and to have that for somebody who was close to the situation, but not there. But to answer his question, yeah, these these deals, there's there's deals that are valued in the millions, but they don't want it out there for whatever reason. Right.
1: Yeah. So Josh is asking. He's talking about Oscar Chebue from Kentucky. So he's saying two million. I've been told that this past season, Oscar. Oscar made four million dollars. million, deal, money, That's what I've. That's what I have heard. Now, it's not. It's not publicized right now. That it's private stuff, and so. Yeah.
2: I mean, look at. I don't think he'd be making a school like Kentucky. to sign a contract that have been valued it at, at well over four million to you know am i am i ready could i use another year of school could i, I use another year to you know, my draft stock probably got an insurance policy and he probably got four million dollars and a guy like oscar chibwe Sh- uh, uh sorry when they played in that matchup um
1: All right, Landor. I'm not sure if you're talking, but you keep going in and out. I think it's because you're on a phone, I think, maybe. (laughs) Lab
2: who is a snore beside me, and I apologize. Yeah.
1: (laughs) (laughs) You got a black lab. What's his name? Or her name. And so John, can you hear him?
0: Nope. I cannot. I am, uh, I I have been trying to piece some of these conversations together. (laughs) So uh, it seems like we keep having technical difficulties. if If you
1: guys are watching, I think it's because Landrum is on a phone. That's when we've had these issues with Restream. They... It's not, they're not really compatible too well with mobile stuff from what I have, um, um, learned doing this. Um, Jason was on a phone sometimes. John Hammonds used to try to come on here sometimes with a phone. Um, Mason come on here with a a few times. That's right. And, uh, yeah. And almost every time that anybody's come on here with a phone, um, it's went the, the audio has went in and out. Yeah. But Lander is, you know, joining yeah. us here. I think he's in the basement <laughs> trying to chill and relax after a there long day.
0: Just, I just heard There him. you are. Yeah. I'm yeah, not on the laptop. I'm on the phone. He's still on. Yeah. 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 <laughs> That's what I thought. That's what I thought.
1: I just wanted to get it out there because you're going in and out, but I think it's because you're on your phone.
0: Yeah. Next time. How about
2: that? Yeah. I think that's what it is. Oh, yeah.
1: Oh. Yeah. I just out there every time since we come on with a phone, they have had you. Yeah, he dropped. I don't know oh, maybe he's uh, learn
0: here. Yeah, so maybe learn.
1: he's maybe he's switching. I'm not sure. So, so Landrum wow. and John know each other and that's part of the how we uh get somebody uh of, you know, like Landrum to be on. So we appreciate him being on though, with us.
0: Though though we may have the same last name, we are not related.
1: Yeah. It's weird. Yeah, they it's they weird. are not related. Yeah.
0: Not really, but yeah. Do you have the do you have the same last name? <laughs>
1: yep. Yeah. yeah, they they do. It's it's John and Landrum Roberts. They're That's brothers.
0: Right. We're brothers.
1: <laughs> no. I'm just messing. They're not brothers. No, no, no. no. Well,
0: yeah, so uh anyway, I mean uh yeah. I don't know how much, it, 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 how how bad he was going in and out. It seemed like you understood some of the things that he was saying more than I did, but I didn't hear a whole lot from him. Um, the first it was,
1: part of the the first part of it, it didn't seem to cut out, but there toward the end, it was like cutting out long spells. It, was, it was,
0: Right, right, right. Yeah, and uh, but you know, I mean. <clears throat> Landrum, Landrum, will w- ultimately we'll get Landrum back. Uh, we will, not, maybe, maybe not today, but we'll get him back on a, <clears throat> on a on a on a future show. Uh, we yeah. have a lot of guests that are coming. So the
1: on we've on had
0: Landrum, La- La-
1: <clears throat> excuse me, we've had Landrum on with us before, but the last time we was doing this on Podbean, and Correct. and Podbean was a mobile app. Correct. So you could be on your phone
0: because I was actually on my phone on that episode. I was yes, on my, I was when we, on my we phone.
1: when we done this with Podbean and we were just doing the audio through them, it was a mobile app, and you actually had to use a phone or a tablet that you couldn't be on a computer. Okay, when we were doing yeah. a Podbean one. So now I did, I've switched I did, to Restream. I did and and restream is the exact opposite. You have to be on a laptop or a computer or something like that, and you can't be on a phone. We've tried. We've had like several different people come on and try being on a phone, and every single time the audio has went in and out on a phone.
0: Yeah, and uh, and and I did the uh, I did the whole Landrum episode last time from uh, a pizza joint. Yep. So I was on outside your phone. Yeah. I was outside walking around in the parking lot during the whole time while my family ate pizza. And then I came in and got the leftovers.
1: Yep. <laughs>
0: <laughs> so yeah. but that was, I mean, look, that was a fun show there. We were, we, we talked, it was right before the Iron Bowl, right before Thanksgiving, the night, it was the day before Thanksgiving. And- uh, It was. We we talked, we talked about rivalry weekend and upcoming, you know, matchup for the, uh, for, for championship weekend, because it had already been decided at that point. Um, And we talked about a lot of other things, um, back in, uh, back in the fall, um, back in November. And this time, I mean, I know we wanted to get into, uh, we, we, we were, you know, heavy into the NIL stuff again. I really, and, and I've asked this question multiple times when we were, you know, during football season, I've asked this, um, and I think I've asked it maybe one, one or two other times since football season, but, When you are Nick Saban and you have several car dealerships, is there an issue with Nick Saban and his dealership giving NIL to any of his current players or how he recruits? And I don't know. And I don't know what the specifics are. So I'm not going to sit there and claim that I know what he's doing, and nor do I know the exact ruling. And that's why I was just, I'm just throwing this question out there is, you know, Saban's the one that everybody like, or that people around here, you know, in the, you know, Birmingham and whatnot know that he's got, you know, several Mercedes dealerships across the state of Alabama and into Georgia. And my question is, is can his dealerships, offer nil money or is that against any sort of rule when you have the coach himself
1: i would think that that's against some kind of rule but there doesn't seem to be too many rules going on right now right yeah i mean i was just figuring this is the wild wild west so i'm just (laughs) yeah i mean it doesn't seem to be too many rules going on right
0: right now to be honest so but that's so that that's always been a question and you've asked that question
1: since on the show yeah
0: yeah and and even and when, I don't know when the we
1: answer to it hearing. really. Lander might actually right. if we could get him on and you know. And I wanted he yeah, might wanted actually to get
0: get that question in. But then again, if I asked the question and then he was cutting in and out, I didn't really want to ask it. Yeah. Not not really hear the yeah. not hear the answer. <laughs> so, right. Uh, I really. Right. Uh, I do want to ask that question and get. You know, try to get somebody who who knows all the ins and outs of NIL and to know exactly what you know what could be done as far as you know, NIL uh, you know, for coaches like that. Because again I'm pretty certain that there are more than just Saban that owns these, like that owns oh, yeah. dealerships I mean, I, or has absolutely. or has other sort of
1: or has other bis- businesses business, or, or business
0: ventures, right? Ownerships
1: so, or whatever.
0: Yeah. Right, and so the question is: Is with nil could could those businesses offer nil money? And if they could, you know, I mean, like, you know, how close does the the coach involvement of those businesses? before you are crossing some you right. know imaginary you know line or what is the line of demarcation of hey you're going too far or whatever and then what it would be weird but like let's just say I, I don't know. I mean I'm trying to figure out like you know because he has his business in Georgia you know could he, you know, is there any sort of thing that could be used as far as that particular dealership that's in Atlanta or something like that, that could offer or be a spread or whatever to, you know, Georgia kids be, I don't, and and it really wouldn't, I don't think that there's a, unless you're, it's certain dealerships or whatever. I mean, I don't know exactly how everything is working. So, but you know, with these locations, could certain locations be beneficial? Like, why? You know, if he had one in Baton Rouge, or if he had one in New Orleans. Well, I mean, if you
1: have one that is in a very fertile city, right? You know, um,
0: our area. But, but but I mean, like, you know, does it does that really matter? That's what I'm really kind of wondering. Like, does it right. really matter when it comes to NIL because they're all owned by Saban, but they have. Locations in what seem to be hotbeds of recruiting right, areas for recruiting areas, right?
1: Yeah,
0: is there, yeah, I got you. I mean, so that's uh, yeah, so uh, um, yeah, I mean, and I'm not saying that, that we'll that, that probably get that Landrum back on again sort of,
1: and maybe we're asking those things. Yeah.
0: What I don't want is people to misunderstand me as an Auburn fan you know, going and saying this stuff as, you know, you know, against the coach of Alabama. I'm just asking the question, what is, what is that? If, is there any sort of thing? Because I asked the question prior to NIL, you know, you know, to anybody that, you know, that might've had a thought uh, as to how that worked. You know, I tried to ask the question before the NIL, which was, you know, do you think, you know, like, is there a line there, and it's not. If there's
1: not, there should be. Well, and, in and my and here's opinion, the other thing that's too. just my here's opinion. Here's the
0: other thing too. Okay, I got another one. Okay. And Josh, really, just
1: if- so you know, the reason why you could hear Landon is because the phone deal. I just want to put it out there. This right. the uh, uh, what we're using to stream this just doesn't take the phones too awful well. I don't believe.
0: So, so the one thing that I was uh, trying to, to also think about too was that when nil first got started, when it first got started, there was a lot of different states that had different laws about it. And what if a company had multiple, you know, locations, right? And maybe you did you could change the home office or wherever to be where the most favorable laws were for NIL. Now, does that company, even though it is, say, it could be, you could have a, again, we can use this for Nick Saban's sake, um, Nick Saban's dealerships, he's got three or four and you know, four or five or so in Alabama, but he's got some, I think in Louisiana, I think he's got some in Georgia, but if the laws are different between Georgia, Alabama, Louisiana on these things, could he have the home location or, I mean, I would think it would matter as far as where the address is of these businesses, but they all come back to Nick Saban in Alabama, as far as what kind of laws and what kind of deals you could broker with your business. And I know, as far as you know, a lot of businesses will say that their home office is in Rhode Island or something like that because there are just a ton of different laws, you know, that you could kind of skirt around because your home office is Rhode Island or whatever. And even though there's no physical address in Rhode Island, you just you right. you put a PO box in Rhode Island, and that's the home. That's the yeah. home office.
1: So Josh yeah. there says, you know, if it's not illegal, it should be. He says if Saban could say, "Come play for me, and I'll give you a Ferrari," we'll say Mercedes because that's what he's he's a Mercedes yeah, dealer. It's a Mercedes. It's a Mercedes. But, it's, it's a Mercedes yeah. but anyways, he said, you know, that's basically paying for players, pay for play, which is true. And right. I, and I would think that it wouldn't well, matter if NIL? he's given, but
0: else yeah, but the same thing. I mean, you're paying but for that's
1: play. not direct. You can't direct. Pay for play. The school itself cannot be involved.
0: Yeah, but the school's not involved. There is
1: saving. No, he's part of the school. That that is that's part of you cannot directly pay for play. Yeah, but the
0: Mercedes is not part of the school.
1: But Mercedes the owner of the Mercedes place is. Okay, so That's the reason why I say it's illegal because there is some laws about direct pay for play. So even like in football, like, so Stoops can't be a part of it at all. I know that like the collectors, the collectives and stuff, they can't be a part of it at all.
0: So, it is completely run and handled owner, away if the owner from the is school is not the one that's brokering the deals i mean he's not a part of it right but he, he is and he's not he is and he isn't he's right. not an active he's not actively a part of anything that's there but at the same time he is, yeah because he's out. i mean i got
1: what you, i you know i get it could you skate around it is
0: that what you're asking I'm is just it possible what is to skate what around it? it the rule i guess I'm, I'm
1: not gonna sit important. here and act as if they're every single Single person on the face of this earth is going to abide by those rules, and oh, everything's like, going to be I mean, great.
0: You, you can guarantee. You, you can you can <laughs> bet the house. You can go ahead and just bet the house that that there's that there's people that are breaking the rules. Yeah,
1: I mean, you know. So is especially, there people, especially when we were talking that about, are that are skating around it and trying? Yeah,
0: I mean, especially sure, when you're when I'm you're sure talking about is. like the illegal contacting and and whatnot like that. I mean, that's you know you know that's going on. You know. Because yeah. Because I mean. I mean, you know that's going on before somebody gets put into the the portal. You know, you know that there's been some contact by third parties and whatnot. There's not maybe not been direct contact, but there's contact. So, oh yeah. And, uh, but I mean, I mean, hell, half, half these deals are probably done through these contacts. You know, so I mean, you just, but anyway. I mean, I was, yeah, that that was just an idea, something that was, that was on my, on my mind about that because of the whole uh, pay for play. And I always just think about, man, you know, Nick Saban owns, owns several dealerships of, uh, of these uh, Mercedes dealerships. And just, I've never heard of anybody from Alabama. I haven't heard of anybody from Alabama having a Mercedes deal, but at the same time, you know, um, I, I haven't heard of anybody. I mean, like I said, I haven't heard anybody of the uh have a Mercedes deal. But I also haven't, you know, heard that it's completely off the table.
1: So, right. So okay. Joshua Hart's back in here. He says he is still the head coach because of what John Calipari gave, let's say, a car. That's a violation, and he would get in trouble. Plus, I don't like oh. Alabama. I like Auburn. If I had to choose, <laughs> right? <laughs> he's a, he's a huge Kentucky, or yeah, Kentucky fan. Right? Yeah, he uh, uh he helps um, talk in Kentucky. That's how I met Joshua. Um, gotcha. Okay. He he, he helps them. He's a uh, I think I'm pretty sure he probably can say it in the chat. But I'm pretty sure he backs them and is a sponsor for Talking Kentucky.
0: There you go.
1: I'm pretty but sure But, yeah,
0: so I mean it's just it's just been one of those 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 thoughts on my mind, you know during this whole and I, you know this whole the beginnings of the Nil because I mean we're still you know one year right one year into the whole thing so or two years into it.
1: So mm, two years I guess two years yeah. into it yeah, yeah. two years we're two we're t- years into it two but, years into it now. yeah but yeah.
0: still it's it's something that that we it, it still hasn't been you know it, it's still in its infancy stage really
1: yeah
0: you know, we're, we're two years in and it's really not to what it's going to ultimately be and i was just curious it's getting there it.
1: it's getting. There fast though the college basketball world. I can tell you that it's definitely getting there fast. um I appreciate Joshua and John Hammonds being and being in the chat um and kind of asking questions and stuff. When you have a guest on and Landrum's got a really great voice and knowledgeable, and he's in the middle of speaking and stuff. And sometimes I let them go on, and you know I'll come back to it and that kind of stuff. But um, you know. Yes. Joshua says he sponsors them. I thought he did. Yeah, I, I, that's yeah. what I was thinking.
0: Yeah, yep, yeah.
1: And uh, never rolled up. <laughs> correct. <laughs> yeah, Please. yeah. He, he backs Talking Kentucky, and that's, that's kind of how I, I met them, is through uh, Coleman Scott and Talking Kentucky and stuff. And I appreciate right. you. I appreciate you, Josh. I appreciate you being on with us, man. And uh, Landrum's a great guest. We will do our best to get him on again. They're, you know, John's in Birmingham. Landrum's in Birmingham. They kind of, you know, know each other a little bit. It's not like they're best friends or nothing like that, but they know yeah. each other just a little bit. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Um, you know, so, uh, but uh, Landrum had said he'd come on anytime. I mean, when you say that with somebody as busy as him, that means, um, you know, he'll be on once every two, two or three months, or you know, yeah. And I mean, like that.
0: honestly, I mean. honestly, we could we could probably get him maybe after the the beach volleyball thing, you know. So yeah, he he beach he. Uh, be at the beginning of May. And yeah, and, and end he's end like the May, lead commentator.
1: Um, um, right, he does all this stuff. He that's the collegiate beach volleyball tournament. Um, national championships
0: right so
1: is what we kind of opened the show with and was talking about Um, and he'll be down there um, the whole first week of may um, with them so uh, you know that's 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 what he'll be doing he's also the sideline reporter for uab football and i think he does some stuff for uab uh, baseball too doesn't he
0: Well, he does it for UAB, like the – I think he's part of the UAB broadcast team, so he has done baseball, but he's mainly with football. He's
1: the sideline reporter with the broadcast team, the radio broadcast team.
0: Right. I think. I'm pretty sure. He has done – he called the Auburn – he called the Auburn UAB game last week as far as baseball, but – I don't think he. I don't think he does that like on the regular. As far as doing any baseball work, or, you know, he may get, you know, a, a baseball game or two each year. He may do uh, a basketball game where he's he's got to help with the broadcaster in the basketball game or something like that. But I don't know if he actually, uh, if he does, if he's a part of the team for regular, like just on the regular for, for games. For like that, baseball. I think it, yeah. He is or,
1: for football.
0: Right. Football yeah. is, is yeah. he's at, he, he, and this year, because he was the sideline guy, he traveled. Whereas, uh, yeah. you know, last year when he was, uh, when he was doing it, he was mainly in studio. I think he was the in studio guy. So every time they kicked it to the studio, uh, coming in and out of commercial breaks and stuff like that he was the one that was doing that but this time i think this year i believe he was uh he was on the sideline so he actually did get to travel with the team uh on all the away games and for the bowl game and stuff like that but um, as far as other sports i i think it's very minimal i think it's there there's there's uh, games here or there with each of the sports you know that he may be you know, either asked or that he's. Done. But he but, is
1: fully connected with the UAB program right, as well right, in Birmingham. Right. Um, he's on a show called The Morning Jocks. John, you know the exact times.
0: Yes, uh, it is uh, from six a.m. six to seven a.m. Uh, Central time is the Morning Jocks. It's right before, Monday through Friday. It's right before Mac and Cube yeah. go on, uh, and that will be a uh, uh, Greg McElroy and Cole Um uh, They've got a show from. From 7 to 10 and then yeah. and then uh, Landrum's other Landrum and Landerman, show, Man, Landerman
1: Pat Smith
0: right yeah Landrum's other show uh, three-man front which he does with Pat Smith uh, comes on from 10 to 12, 10 to 12. p.m. on yeah. uh, Monday through Monday through Friday. And it's called
1: three man front, but right now it's just two guys.
0: <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Cause originally, originally the, the, the lineup was, was Landrum, Cole public. And I believe Aaron Suttles was the original third man. And Pat was one of the producers along with, uh, I believe it's John Saber in the booth. Um, now you have Landrum, Pat, and you basically John is is more of uh, has a lot more uh, talking air you know on airtime, even though he is also sitting he's in the booth. So whenever they do you know public appearances during the show, you're only going to get two of them because you still got to have the guy that's running everything out of the in the control center, and so he's. Uh, he, he, he may be on air, but you're just not going to see him because he's in the, he's, he's actually right. in the uh, behind the glass in the, in the studio. We'll get this so.
1: all worked out with Landrum. Like I said, the last time we had him on, we were on something that used the Apple app. So we probably didn't relay the message well with him when, you know, well, we didn't, we didn't um, tell
0: him at all not to use a mobile, like to, yeah. to use a, to, to not use a phone. So, that yeah. is uh, that is definitely on us. But what we will definitely say is, if we are having any sort of guest, anybody that we have, we will relay that it is uh, it is why laptop
1: computer probably yeah. best
0: practice laptop right. If you yeah. if you've got a laptop. Do it do it on laptop um, right. Um, let's see, it eh, Josh probably but. I'm a fan of chaos, so I love it. (laughs) (laughs) Yes. And no, don't stop. At least not yet.
1: (laughs) Hey, Joshua, we, we appreciate that you enjoyed the show and being here, man. Um, I appreciate a lot. Uh, And talking Kentucky, they've been on with us. Coleman um, has been on with us. Um, both of them has been on with it. Caden too, has been on with us before. Um, yeah. And uh, so we appreciate them. Actually Coleman had said a message to me about us maybe teaming up again before too long this summer sometime. And I told him, yeah, quite a bit going on draft and stuff this month, but maybe next month we'll try to get Coleman back on Caden back on and kind of team up and do something together.
0: Right. Yep. And uh, we've got I think we're, we're we, we've we got a guest on every show now, like Friday, Sunday, Monday, Sunday, Tuesday, Thursday next week. Or is it Tuesday, Thursday yeah, so, and then the following Sunday?
1: Yeah. So this Sunday, we're going to be an hour later. We're going to be at, at four o'clock Central, five Eastern. Um, but we're going to have Seattle Seattle Seahawks. Draft Insider on with us. Okay, um, that's this Sunday. His name is Rob Stant, Statton, Staton, S T A T O N. He will be on with us. Like I said, he is Seattle Seahawks Draft Insider, uh, NFL Draft Insider, and Seattle picks fifth in the draft, so they are evaluating. You know the top eight or you know, six, eight guys. Um, so um, we're going to kind of go through each guy with him on Sunday and, uh, you know, get their take on and in, in who they think might be available and that kind of stuff. He's, he's, you know, like I said, he's an insider with them. So he has all the great information and stuff. We will not go through, you know, somebody that's probably going to be picked 20th or something with him. Right. right. Because they're mainly looking at, you know, the top six, eight, 10 guys.
0: Right. And then, uh, and then we will, I know Thursday, we will have a a green Bay Packers podcast. Uh, The X Pactor is the name of the podcast and it is Derek Sager from the X-Pactor podcast. And we will talk about Green Bay and their uh, draft.
1: They're picking 15th.
0: Right. And they <clears throat> hes – he's gone through in his podcast a lot of the, uh, uh, I guess, what his thoughts are on uh, – who he thinks that, that will get drafted and whatnot, and we'll pick his brain with uh with all of that. Uh, I believe I was on his show week two of the NFL season. I think we went over week one. I think it was either right before the week two game, after the week one game, or it was right before week three, after week two. So it's right. a while ago that I <clears throat> went over there, but yeah. turning the favor, bringing them on ours, and we're going to talk about uh, the Green Bay Packers and their draft uh, prospects, and what what they could be doing, what they could be looking for within the draft, and of course, you know, talking about you know this past season, talking about the whole probably everything with Aaron Rodgers, Favre. I mean,
1: Favre, Rodgers, Rodgers. I said Favre. You went a <laughs> I, long way back. Yeah, yeah. I'm sorry. I, <laughs> my brain just had a lapse there for just <laughs> a second.
0: Avery, <laughs> <laughs> that
1: was twenty years ago. I'm sorry, my bad.
0: It was <laughs>
1: something like that. 18,
0: anyway. It was, uh, 2007. Was his last season? Yeah. Okay.
1: 16. Yeah.
0: Yeah. Because yeah. they both had 16-year like careers at uh at Green Bay, I think. <clears throat> yeah, I think that's what what it is. Yeah, yeah, I went
1: I went a little too far back there.
0: Yeah. Either way.
1: Yeah. But we'll
0: we'll talk to to Derek next Thursday.
1: All right. So we got some exciting stuff coming up. Like I said, we'll try to do a better job at relaying, maybe not be on a mobile um, device. Um, I I didn't even, you know what I mean? Like it didn't even really cross my mind to tell him to be honest with you.
0: Yeah. It was one of those. I don't think I was really thinking about it. You weren't thinking about it.
1: Yeah. I don't know but then once he was on and I saw that he was on a phone, I was like, "Uh Oh, we might be in trouble. Cause he, he, he's, you know, he's a busy guy. He come on like a minute or two minutes before we went on air. Right. You know, so, you know, anyway, we appreciate Lander being on with us, man. It's always cool. He's a great, he's a great get and he's a, you know, he's very knowledgeable. Um, and, uh, it's always fun to chat with him and, and to pick his mind and pick his brain because he, he's into this every single day, three three hours, you know, Monday through Friday, and, and talking anything and everything, southern college sports mainly, pretty much. Um, so, all right. Our 2023 nonprofit organization that we are asking to give to this year is Home for Our Troops. I want to get to this this time because last time I didn't get to this. So Home for Our Troops, um, they build homes for wounded and injured vets. And every dollar that you give, 90 cents of that dollar goes towards building a home for these vets and rebuilding their lives. They've been doing this for over 20 plus years. And here at Def- Fanboys. Um, we are asking that you give here to them, and you can do it at www.hfotusa.org. All right, guys. I appreciate y'all being with us. Joshua, appreciate you being on with us. Um, if you're not on Prize Picks, go to Prize Picks, download. Um, and use our code CSCAST. you can double your money if you have up to a hundred dollars 50 bucks you get a hundred to play with, 100 bucks you get 200 to play with. It will help us out if you do that and use our code CS cast, but you will get to double your money for daily daily fantasy sports over 30 plus sports to play along each and every day. I think five dollars is the minimum play. and uh, again, double your money up to a hundred bucks using our code CSCAST. cast. All right. We appreciate you guys being on with us tonight and we will see you an hour later than normal on Sunday at four central time. Y'all have a good night. See you.